Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, interviewer, and broadcaster. And between 2000 and 2007, I freelanced for the Sunday Independent, Ireland's biggest selling newspaper at the time. But frankly speaking, I was no fan of the newspaper in its most recent incarnation because I felt it too often went for the lowest common denominator, specifically in terms of sex and sensationalism and shallow living. And so I was delighted when, during my negotiations with its deputy editor, Anne Harris, she said she wanted me to do much the same Joe Jackson interview I'd been doing for a decade with the Irish Times. And we agreed that I should track down in particular people who'd gone through dark periods and not only survived, but in some cases had epiphanies, which ideally might help to illuminate the lives of our readers. As it transpired, I'd always been thus inclined when it came to the telling of stories. I also felt that during the so-called Celtic Tiger era in Ireland, it might help if I reminded readers now and again that there's more to life than the quest for material acquisition, such as spiritual growth, for example. Yeah, I know, all of this may sound precious and stupid and po-faced, but to quote Elvis, baby, I don't care. Either way, what follows is one of those interviews. And by the way, in mid-2020, as the world slid deeper into the shadow of the growing COVID-19 pandemic, I put together the best of these interviews in an ebook called From Darkness to Light. It's available from all ebook outlets, and some of my articles are on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com. Enjoy the podcast. Oh, when I, um, I, I'm not going to talk about your marriage breakup, but did you then run into the arms of the first man who opened his arms to you? Um, what happens is... Um... Like if you're emotionally impoverished and someone offers you a kindness, you will take it. Well, especially being a man, because I wasn't, I didn't never got male intimacy. Yeah. Because dad was completely, had an inability, as in those eight days. Lots of men do. Yes. Yeah. In British yeah. public school, cavalry yeah. officer. Yeah, yeah. And don't express your feelings. Emotionally stunted. Yes. And yeah. so when my first boyfriend came in, I thought that the way to get him to like me was to please him. Okay. In other words, buy him presents. And I ha I've never changed that. I've always thought, as you heard me say, the way to get someone to like me is to give them something. So I'm, I became almost an addict to giving and to right. pleasing and to eating because no one could possibly love me for me. And it's not changed, really. But within your marriage, did you feel loved? Oh, yeah. uh, well, no, what happened was after... Because I, I had very few boyfriends, okay. funny enough. The press have always said that I've had very few. The press have always said you've had more, no, than, more than one. No, no. Oh, oh right. yes, more than one, but not as many as they've said. Okay. And so then I, I, I always am a long player, a long playing record, because I never change, right? So the first... You mean longer relate, long relationships. Long relationships. And I haven't heard the analogy of a long playing record for anyone. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know what you're saying. And, and, um, and with the first boyfriend... Um, from, was from 18 to 21 and at 21 I then was with my second boyfriend um, until I got married and was your second boyfriend uh, Andrew no second well, boyfriend was Paddy okay right. and he Paddy. McNally yeah all right Paddy, Paddy McNally okay and he right. and he um uh, he's a great Irishman and he um was was 22 years older than me and oh, I was 21 right, okay. and he was my father figure absolutely and he I was 21 he's 42 that's roughly right and he um, he was very solid for me, and yet then, as time went on, I 
I think he he obviously whatever happened, but he I was I thought the only way to to be a good girlfriend was never to nag, never to complain, never to ask for anything, never to say anything. Otherwise, he'd, he'd go and leave me. Like because, your father, like yes, your father, like my father. And so but it, that was doomed romantically, wasn't it? Sorry, it was doomed romantically. Yeah, completely, of course. You, because you were, you were because I was role. doomed. Yeah, you were yes. doomed. But you were also playing a daughter role, and many young women who get involved with an older man for that reason yeah. will find that out inevitably. Yes, so, he's not my father. Yes, right, Joe. So uh, the role that I played with Dad, I played with Paddy. So right. I would put up with anything that Paddy happened to do. All right. Did you did you then, and the last question, did you then put up with anything Andrew would do or anything in that situation? Or when did you say, Sarah, you have to take a stand here? I didn't. I okay. didn't. I didn't. Till later in life. Um, I, what happened was when I got married to Andrew, um, I you can imagine now, that when you get married to someone like Andrew, all you want to do is spend every minute with that man because you've yeah. now found your real handsome prince who you love, who happens to be a prince. He's a sailor and a man, yeah. and he happened to be a prince. But it didn't matter to me about prince or no prince. It was the man. Okay. You understand, Joe? Absolutely. Yes, and Andrew is terribly kind and gentle, and he loved me. I mean, okay. still does, but he loved me for, for, for little Sarah. The okay. little girl, okay. and that's why he still does love. But me. you weren't just a little girl to him; you're also a woman and a wife, yes. and the, and the mother of his children. Exactly. You know, so and you weren't just playing little red. No, I wasn't uh, exactly. But luckily, he brought that out of me. All right. All right. The adult. The adult, and so it was so vital, Joe, that I always stayed with him because he was the only person who'd brought the adult in me. That was a great gift you got. Great. Gift. Wasn't it? Great gift, Joe. But that's why was so crippling sad. That's why it's so crippling sad. Because I got such a gift from him. Yeah. And he was then, I, he, I, pro I said when I married him, promise me that if you are a sailor, the only way I can be a sailor's wife, if I come with you, I have to go to Dorset and live in a cottage. I've come from a farmer's daughter. I could live in a cottage in Dorset. Okay. He said, yes, yes, yes. If you marry me, we'll go and live in Dorset or we'll go, because that's Portland where he was based or we go and live wherever you're based. I said, okay, but please, you have to promise me I have to stay with you, because that's my need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks after we were married, um, his, uh, his family said, no, you stay at Buckingham Palace, and Andrew, you go to sea. And I saw him 40 days a year for the first five years of my marriage. So the very person that I looked to was sad, I think. Uh, so yeah, was taken away from you. Completely. Was forced away and, from you. And forced away from me, and yeah. I was left. Yeah. In, I didn't choose to be in the royal family. I no. chose my man. Yeah. I suddenly realised I was left with all this. All right. But that wasn't the deal. The deal was my man. But it was also the adult in you you were being forced away from too. That's a good this point. person in you who had come, point. who had been born through the marriage. Yes. And the love. Yes. Was being shunted point, away Jim. too. It's a good point. So how could you not? So 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 you're right making that point because what happened was, I went back to the little girl. Yeah. Because I've been a bad little girl's bad habits. Yes. Naughty little girl's bad habits. Eating, yeah. behaving badly, temperamental. And Joe, yeah. everybody says to me, Oh yeah. Because you see, I'm so clever, you think that I'm smart, right, right? But I I was emotionally no. bereft. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Bereft. So so I wasn't. I would just I was never educated. I left school at sixteen, didn't have any O levels, didn't know what I was doing. No one had taught me about being a woman or style, or clothes, yeah. or anything. Yeah. She was in Argentina, and it was the Falklands War. So I wasn't able to talk to her right, okay. for many years. All right. Right? Okay. And so when Andrew, when, when I reverted back to the child, 
which I didn't know. I know this now, yeah. but at the time I didn't. Of course I did. I was kicking against boundaries. I was kicking against anything because all I wanted was to have my man and he'd gone. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. thought it was my fault again. Again. Is that what you carry yes, then forward? Yes, yeah. That sense of yeah. remorse? Yes, yes. yes. Like I, I, I broke up my parents' marriage. I added to the death of a, like mm. my mother's child. Yeah. She left because I cut my hair and now I've, yeah. I've pushed away. Failed my own marriage. Of course I had. And, and that's the tragedy, Joe, is that, and you now know me, you now know what I'm talking about, you can relate to it. You know that I, I was just, I was completely unaware that the little girl had got, I was in the grips of the little girl. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and, and, and it wasn't until I, I joined Weight Watchers that the, the counsellors at Weight Watchers, the leaders, sat me down and started to teach me about emotions. And they also told you to shake hands with that little girl. Yes, exactly. And to embrace her. Embrace her. I still yeah. find it difficult to, today, Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm getting better. Yeah, you can see that. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I thank you for listening to this edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. And don't forget, if you want to read a selection of my most inspirational Sunday Independent interviews, check out the ebook from Darkness to Light, or check out the articles on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com.